0: so here we are this is new hey this is exciting yeah this is happening thank you so much to you who has turned onto this eden podcast whether you are driving uh trying to get off to sleep or going about your day you're most welcome thanks for tuning in my name is ben lasky and um yeah i'm gonna be walking us through hosting this little podcasty thing which is new to all of us. We are sat in a studio in Suffolk. It's bright and sunny and I am joined by the magnificent and beautiful Becky Roberts. Hello. Can I call
1: you Bex? Are you a Bex yet? Are you we on that call level? Me a Bex. Well we are now. So.
0: <laughs> Even though I totally ignored you when you said hello to me earlier yeah, or tried to. It was very you know, sad. I was actually waving at the person behind you. I know. Um, go, Be- Short Bex, problems. who yeah. are you?
1: Who am I? Yeah. I'm Becky Roberts. I'm, I don't know why I said my surname, <laughs> just to add a level of professionalism yeah, to great. this. Uh, I am a, well, I've just finished my undergrad degree. I'm going back to Nottingham to do a master's in September. I have been around The Forge for three or so years, maybe four. No, three, let's say three. And uh, yeah, that's me.
0: Awesome. And also, Matthew Banks is here. Matthew. Hello. Can I call you Matt? You can call me whatever you like. Wonderful. Yeah. Who are you? What are you doing here?
2: I am um, Becky's girlfriend, boyfriend. <laughs> oh yeah. Becky's cut that my off. girlfriend. And that's <laughs> I just got brought along for the ride. Yeah. No, I'm I'm involved in in the Forge and have been for a, a while and I'm here talking about Eden, because we're launching that July five, so
0: July fifth. Shameless plug. We should have a, yeah. a little policy for shameless plug. Um, Yeah, because we're going to be mentioning July 5th at the Midstone Market for the first Eden Gathering a lot because it's really important. So stick that in your diaries. Um, It's going to be a great night of music,
1: Mm -hmm. maybe a short
0: talk, Uh, fun games. Yeah, we've got some awesome stuff planned. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be a blast, for sure. So today, well, the purpose of today's podcast, we're going to speak a little bit about the M word, millennials, and what that is, what it looks like. Because I, I don't really know. Uh, millennials is just one of those things that I think I'm offended by. I don't really know <laughs> why, but I'm sitting opposite a man wearing ripped jeans, a t-shirt and trainers, even though he's doing no sort of sport, which makes me think that Matt, you're probably a millennial. Um, yeah. So could you actually tell me what one is?
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so like technically it's, I think it's people who are just 18 to 35 at the moment, born sort of. Uh, late 80s till 2000s or something Um, but I think it's more of a kind of a culture that just so happens to be part of the people of our age so it's um, people who would prefer to work in a coffee shop than in an office or um, people who think that like YouTubing something is a valid way of finding out the answer to a question Yeah. yeah like people who have ridiculous facial hair but do jobs that aren't lumberjacking yeah those kind of people were
0: and people that tie their hair up in a knot yeah yeah those sorts of people <laughs> how old are you matt <laughs> i am can twi- i ask that is that rude no are it's we on that list, level? i think so yeah i'm 22 you're 22 i me ben lasky i am 20 um 24 changes every year it's so hard to keep yeah. up are we allowed to ask bex she is a female but i'm not sexist I think, how old are you
1: well i'm 20 at the moment yeah but by the time this podcast comes out i'll be 21 oh so my goodness that's any so retrospective exciting. happy birthdays would you are more yeah than welcome. would
0: you go and wish and um, bex a happy birthday on instagram what's your instagram yeah.
1: uh <laughs> bex underscore roberts
0: bex like, like is that bex with an X.
1: C K-S.
0: bex underscore roberts go yeah. go wish bex a happy birthday let her know that you've listened to this podcast because then we'll actually know mm. if anyone is say Happy birthday, Bex. And then post the chicken emoji. Um, I think there's a chicken. Aren't you having chicken for dinner?
1: Turkey. Turkey. Turkey.
0: Although I shouldn't say
1: that on this podcast because I tell people that I'm a vegetarian.
0: Oh, so (laughs) actually on that, that's something that I think all millennials must be gluten free, vegetarian, vegan, Yeah, just have annoying dietary requirements.
1: We have to have something, you what, know, about us.
0: Yeah, so what what do you think, what what makes a millennial? What, what, um, what would you describe as some...
1: I think, off the back of that, I think it's very much about taking a stand for something or having mm. something to champion or to challenge. So, like, for me, so I'm, you know, aware of, like, problems with the environment and all this stuff. So I'm like, oh, I've got to take a stand on that and, you know, eat less yeah. meat and all that stuff. And I think that's quite common and, like you know, reducing plastic and all these things. Like we have a lot of problems that we see in the world around us and we want to be the people to say, I'm going to make that my own and sort of champion that cause. And I think that's sort of, you know, when I hear the word millennial or when I think of like my generation, it's definitely like everybody's got something that they want to have an opinion on and want to take a stand for. Although I am a bit like you to be fair. Like I don't massively, like if someone said to me, are you a millennial? I'd be like, no, I'm not like that. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a certain type which I have in my head like. but I, th- I think
0: for some reason I mean I'm just a bit of an external processor which is why it's it's good that I'm um hosting this podcast but for everything that you've just said is a good thing something to stand for environmental awareness you know we want to fight for this world and fight for this planet us millennials but um what why do I I I wanna know I wanna unpack in myself why I don't like that title. Do you have a problem with it, Matt? Do you do you I just shudder. But maybe it's because I've heard too many people kind of around church talk about reaching out to millennials and it's just cringe and horrible rather than something that I actually want to be a part of.
2: Yeah, yeah. I so I think I think millennials as some some of some people in the older generation have kind of just categorized have used the word millennial just to describe Older teenagers or mm. um, younger twenty somethings, and so um, rather than kind of thinking they're a different group of people, they've just been like, yes, yeah, it's just it's the youth, it's the teenagers, it's a uh, um, whatever. So, so you kind of end up getting just treated like a, a child, and like Beck's was saying, we're so driven by the kind of just things and causes, and we love getting behind a cause, um, but because that's never been realize properly because people kind of throw out this oh you can get involved in in this and and they're all kind of sort of wet ideas you you end up just settling for these boring sort of yeah i don't know how to yeah i just i don't know if we've been used properly i don't know if we've been given opportunities to do stuff Mm. as of yet um and when we do try and do it it's kind of you know all the millennials are standing up yeah that's
0: really interesting so i wonder why that is. Is that the failures of the generation above us that mean that we've we don't have the trust, or whether it's always been an issue, but because we've started caring, like Beck said, and started taking a stand about something, that actually we've had enough. Listen, listen to me. I'm sounding like I'm saying like we <laughs> now like I'm proud to be part of this group that um, is pushing for the next thing because actually we're not on the right path mm. the world isn't on the right path um and i'll I'd, I'd be interested i'll be interested to hear your thoughts bex on what what big issues you know okay so millennials are being handed the baton or haven't been but we're trying to take the baton what what are you going to run what are you what are you pursuing what what are the big struggles that you're facing Personally, mm-hmm. in your life, and um, that you think other millennials or like-minded think people yeah. might be thinking, of. or maybe someone—if you're listening to this podcast—you actually have no idea what your kid or big sister or you know friend is going through. Mm-hmm. You feel like they're just totally engrossed in their phone, and you don't know how to relate to them. What's going on in your life? What What are the concerns?
1: I think actually mentioning the sort of like technology side of Mm. it i think that's sort of a double-edged sword for our generation because you've got older generations who are constantly you know criticizing us for our use of technology and things like i've got you know i'll go to my nana's house and she's going on about you know all these young people i sit on the bus everyone's looking down everyone's on their phones and um you know we're sort of being the fingers being pointed at us and people are criticizing us for our use of technology and at the same time we're trying to defend ourselves against that but also struggling because of the grip that technology has in our lives so I think a lot of these issues that um, young people are facing or you know uh, especially people at university which is kind of the experience I can speak from um, levels of uh, like mental illness or struggles and anxieties and um, this feeling of isolation and loneliness, and people really suffering because um, technology has become quite an isolating force in our lives, um, and that's certainly something that we are struggling with. But actually, I wouldn't feel comfortable talking to somebody necessarily older than me about it because I feel like they are already sort of condemning us yeah, yeah. for our There's use of, of smartphones. There's loads yeah. of
0: stigma around it.
1: Yeah, and so. Um, that's definitely, I think one of the big issues because it's so, you know, all pervasive, Mm -hmm. the use of technology sort of punctuates every aspect of our lives. Um, that's certainly a big one. I think general feelings of frustration. We are people who want to champion causes. We do want to make differences and things, but again, we find ourselves coming up against a world, which we certainly feel like isn't set up to help us. So Mm -hmm. certainly as, um a young person, you know, I've been doing things like looking for jobs or even just last week, I was trying to get car insurance. And I just yeah. had this feeling of like, I feel like everything is against me yeah. because I just want to insure my car. And I understand that the premium is higher because I'm young, but we have just this feeling of like, people don't want us to succeed. Yeah. And yet we have these big, big aspirations and big dreams that we want to sort of push towards. and Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. so
0: good yeah we're able to do greater I think like we live in a time where technology allows us to do like more than we've ever been capable of mm. doing yet it's still our biggest barrier as well yeah yeah and yeah it does feel like the world's against us sometimes I guess but what about you Matt like as a guide, like is there a difference in as a guide to kind of what Be- Bex was saying or do you kind of echo those thoughts
2: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think kind of it's universal. I think the work thing's a big one. I think too, because we've got these kind of high aspirations that we want to change the world and we kind of, we're the first generation that really knows what's happening around the world because you can log on to Instagram and and see what people in America are doing and the issues in China or wherever. Like there's not, you're not just sort of trying to solve the problems in your local community. Um, You you kind of think I've got a stake in the rest of the world all of a sudden. Um, So it's not it's not enough to just have done something good for one person that's seen a YouTube video you made. You need to have hundreds of millions of views. And, um, so, so we, we, I think more than any other generation before us have this like burning desire to make a difference in the world. Um, but the world is so much bigger for us because we know exactly what's happening every time Mm. of day all around the world. So, yeah, so it's um,
0: not our world, it's the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, So so it used to be the case that oh, I I set up this in our community and it, it changed my community and job done, satisfaction. Um, whereas we do something and you kind of think, oh, it's it's great, it's made my little community of of stone market better, but there's there's all these things around the world that I'm still getting updates on my phone that haven't changed and I want to have like a say in that and and I think that like people kind of have had the had a go at the whole um I think one of, these, uh, one of the cliches of a millennial is that we all want to make an app and get mega rich. <laughs> yeah. um, and I don't think it's, it's because we want to get like a quick, a quick rich thing. Yeah. Um, we want to do something that everyone in the world is affected by. We want to be the people that make a Facebook that genuinely changes everyone's life kind of thing. It's, it's, I think it's harder for us now to feel like we've actually made a difference to a large group of people just because we know what everyone else yeah. is up to.
0: That's so true.
3: Ben, you know why they feel like that, don't
0: you? This is, by by the way, this is Mr. Duncan Banks, who is, I mean, you won't mind me saying, you're not quite a millennial, are you? I'm
3: nowhere near a millennial. But do you mind if I just, I'm just sat in the corner next to Alex recording this podcast and listening to Becky speak so eloquently and Matt about wanting to change the world. You know why they think that way? It's my generation that's made them feel this way. Because let me, for example, when I was a kid, I would get a medal if I won something, you know, if I was the fastest in the race or I got the top mark on the, on the, uh, on the test, or if, if my team won the football cup, I would get a medal. These days, kids get medals and cups just for showing up. So I've got three boys and, and as, as they were growing up, you go to my son, Nathan, you go to his bedroom, his bedroom is packed with medals and trophies to do with football because he just got one every time he showed up anywhere. And so, Becky's generation, Matt's generation, your generation, Ben, you think you can change the world. You think you can get a medal for anything. And, and Becky's absolutely right. My generation haven't enhanced that. All we've done is told them they're not good enough and they mm. need to grow up a bit and, 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 you know, be a bit more adult about it all. Whereas if we gave them wings and let them fly and let them honestly achieve what they believe they can achieve, then we can we can start giving them medals. It's our fault that they think this way. And I love it. I want to harness that in this generation and say, go be prime minister. Mm. Go be the next person that invents an app that changes the world for everybody. Um, It's just, it's, as I'm getting towards the other end of my life, that's my passion to see this generation find that freedom to go and change the world like we never had. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I think, thanks for that, Dunk. Because I think there's also this perception of millennials are the future, too late. We are the now. <laughs> like, we are not we're not the future plan. We're like it's happening right here, mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting hearing your struggles as well. Um so by the way, also- I can't I can't remember winning anything in my life ever. <laughs> no, I, <was> gonna, <laughs> I don't think I I've got any say, medals. This is even more distressing I'm really-
1: <laughs> now I'm finding out that apparently everyone got a medal because I'm me no yeah. <laughs> <That's> really upsetting. <laughs> I think
0: what, yeah.
2: what you're saying was interesting there about millennials not being the future The now is I think that's a large part of the frustration is because we're currently living in an infrastructure that wasn't really built for us. So the work thing, for example, um, it, very much in our parents' generation, you hear a lot that do you love your job? Doesn't even come into it. It doesn't matter. So you go and you get paid and you come home, and yep. you have holiday Nine and it pays five. for the house yeah. and it doesn't, why does it, it doesn't matter if I enjoy, if I enjoy my job, great. If I don't, it's work. It's kind of that. Whereas we really don't have that. we, we would get paid less if we enjoyed work more yeah um and think i think that's, true, that's yeah. definitely something that millennials have that's kind of a new way of viewing the world but we haven't got a structure for that that's at a the good moment that's thing, right
0: that's a good thing yeah What's absolutely
2: that? i think so but, but-
0: we but like you said earlier we kind of got this money grabbing label mm. whereas actually it it couldn't be um it couldn't be more opposite but i was, I was it's interesting hearing your struggles um, cuz and maybe it's maybe this is why I struggle relating to millennial thing I could not be in a more opposite situation to you two so although we're not that different age-wise I'm married with a kid
1: yeah
0: um and my biggest struggle is like I'm never actually going to be able to own a house
1: Mm, yeah that'll
0: never be something I'm able to do yeah that stresses me out like, like what am I gonna leave for my kid? what am i gonna what what am I yeah i mean i'm not not being morbid
1: no, I know no, but
0: like I don't know if that is a hey would yeah. you would you tweet me if you if you're the same because i I feel quite alone in that, especially when I get this millennial brand, yeah, and I'm like, well, okay, my biggest problem isn't Instagram, and that's not that's not belittling anyone else because social anxiety like i that's not what I mean but like, literally, how am I going to provide for my family in a world where actually it's really hard to get a job? Mm. Yeah. I need, you know, I can't get a two-bedroom house for under a quarter of a million pound. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. seriously, world. Like, And then you get the older generation condemn you and say, well, I bought my first house. It's like, mm. yeah, it costs £40,000. <laughs> yeah. mm. like, like, and that's not an exaggeration.
3: Yeah.
0: So those are, those are things for me that are massively worrying
1: yeah and just off the back of that that sort of um circles back I just want to challenge like this idea when we talk about changing the world and millennial generations and uh, the older generation need to sort of say you know yeah you can you can change the world mm. well actually um sort of not, not all of us, we get to a certain point, like we, maybe we've gone to university or we're in our first job or um, the realities of life have kind of hit us in mm. the face and actually our goals aren't anymore about changing the world. And perhaps, you know, not everybody wants to be prime minister. Not everybody wants to be the CEO of a major company. Uh, we need somebody to come along and come alongside us and say, this is how to get, you know, uh, realise the fullness of life in uh, the reality that you find yourself in now, which maybe is smaller or more sort of faced with practicalities than you had envisaged when you were young and you were thinking, yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Um, but yeah, like when you're finding yourself in these circumstances, you're thinking about like for being a first time buyer and like yeah. my dad rang me up the other day and was like, we need to get you a lifetime ISA. And I was like, right. what? <laughs> like what? um, yeah, we need, uh, we need to be able to achieve sort of these big, uh, dreams of like a very fulfilling and, um, like precious life Mm. even when the scale of that has been kind of brought down because maybe I'm not going you know my parents always used to say to me like we we really think you're going to change the world yeah and now I'm you know just just turned 21 at time of broadcast (laughs) and uh you know I'm like well I don't know if I will But, (laughs) but we need to realize that those very small expressions of uh you know who we are and what we can be and how we can help and love people around us are valuable and we need people to show mm. us and sort of guide us through like yeah. these very sort of mundane issues that
0: exactly we're facing. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's like that there's a flaw in so many areas there, like the education system. But I feel like that mm-hmm. might be a but I I just I kind of want to take the time to say as well, and um, just as we were setting up we were talking about gratitude a bit. And although I'm talking about the older generation and maybe we're feeling like And we haven't been as enabled as we could have been. Mm. I actually just want to take the time and say that has not been my experience at all. Yeah. Like, so thank you to the people in my life. Like I was put on the senior leadership team of a church when I was 17. Like, (laughs) thank you for taking a risk with me. And actually, it's turned out all right um so I want to thank the people I mean that's really personal and in my life and I'm sorry if you're listening to this and that hasn't been your experience like I genuinely am but there are good people out there there are people fighting to make this work for us yeah um and I think that's that's really important um to remember so thank you you know who you are (laughs) Matt what have you got anything to say I feel like you're you're gonna I felt like I interrupted you there no no
2: not at all um I, we, I love what Becky was saying about the whole kind of finding yourself in reality. And then there being this shock of like a year ago, I was thinking I'm going to, I'm going to clean up the world's oceans. And now yeah. I'm thinking about like, I'm not going to move to afford a house. It's just like, there's yeah. a, um, and for me, I, I was, there was a, a upper where I, I live in Nottingham now. Um, and this old boy at, at the local church had died and everyone in the community it was quite a tight community was talking about, um, how how amazing his life was how he was he he did all this and he would he would come out early on a Sunday morning and go and just like chat to people at the bus stop and he was constantly giving his life away and um, being helpful to people and um and we went and, and picked up a few things from his house we were helping his, his wife get stuff into the garage and this guy was an absolute baller he had like the nicest cars the biggest house nice. he he was the owner of a company when he was younger and yeah. kind of sold it, retired early, he had houses all over Europe and and it it just it twigged it twigged to me. There's all this I, I'm I and I'm the same. I, I've insurance is so expensive. I had to <laughs> I had, my car got broken into It's even so worse was, if
0: you're a guy, by the way, insurance.
2: What's it all that about?
1: It's not anymore. Oh is it not?
2: No. Oh, so so, so <laughs> yeah. So my, my car got broken. I I've had a flat tire recently. I just so all this and I'm thinking, Oh, I still haven't got enough money to move out into like a, a house that I can yeah buy or um and i was like it's really stressing me out and and as i was helping this guy no one mentioned the fact that he was he was this rich or he had cars or he had his own company or that he'd done all of this or he'd set made it bought himself from nothing or um and it it just it it suddenly clicked that when i die people will only ask about how well i gave myself away to other people they will only care about how i was yeah. with other people they don't they don't care if I owned a house. They don't care if I. I mean, my kids might if they yeah. end up not. I mean, but they'll be renting anyway. Houses will be six million pounds <laughs> to rent when yeah. they're so they're I'll not going to be, gonna be like, buying like it like no matter what. I have there from <laughs> our economics and it'll be her. Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> so so it it just suddenly twigged me. I was like, if if my value when I die will be measured at my eulogy by how well I gave life away why why am I worrying about how expensive insurance is because yeah. because i I might get a nicer car, I might get a nicer house, I might come into a bit more money, but mm. like it that's not how people and it's like not just Christians, normal people who don't believe the same things I believe mm. know that life's not about stuff it's not a yeah that's mm. not a strictly Christian value, it's just a people yeah. yeah. People then, know life's about how you give yourself away to other people. Yeah, yeah.
1: but then the only sort of context in which that can become real to us and an actual real comfort is when we find ourselves in groups or in communities because, you know, we are, we do face, you know, loneliness and isolation and things as a problem, not just for millennial generation. I mean, that's a problem mm. in the Western world in particular um, and, you know, things like mortgages and houses and all of these things are very very scary when you feel like everything is on you yeah and I have to sort this out and I can Mm -hmm. only I can do this and only I can sort myself out when you find yourself surrounded by people and in a context where you're giving yourself away and they're giving back to you then suddenly you find yourself in a place of much greater sort of security and Yeah, certainly that's been my experience when I've struggled to be in community at university. All these kind of Mm. more mundane or practical problems suddenly feel so much heavier because I feel like I don't have anything to fall back on, you know?
0: Yeah, and I think something, I mean, we're going to talk properly about um, the Eden gathering Mm. next week, which is kind of um, how this podcast has come about. But I think that's one of the things that, especially in planning, we've really focused on community. So there'll be food nights, um, as well as at the actual coming together of everything. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that about that next week, but um, so st- stay tuned for more information. <laughs> but um, I think, I mean, I could go into rabbit holes on all those things. I really wanted to. I want to unpack how how that's changed your life, but maybe we could do that another time. I think we could do a whole another thing on social media and all that stuff. But I think um, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. But just to say, we we have spoken about the, the 5th of July but it's, it's because we're genuinely so so excited about it it's going to be at the Mix in Stone Market and it's going to be an evening of music and a little bit of a talk and um, I, I just know the plans that they've got for how you walk in and everything and it's just going to be absolutely incredible all the details will be on the website which is edengathering.co.uk keep the conversation going we're on Instagram at edengathering and well, thank you, Bex. Thank We've you. got your Instagram. How can we <laughs> yeah. con- continue the conversation with you?
1: Uh, what, what are your handles? What my handles? Yeah. <laughs> my You're really not millennial, you know? are you? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> so I think my Twitter handle is uh at Bex Roberts97.
0: Yeah. 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 And
1: uh yeah. My name on there is Rebecca Roberts because I recently changed it to sound more professional. <laughs> Great.
2: And what about you, Matt? <laughs> uh, at Banksy Matt on Instagram. That's at Banksy Matt. Um, and yeah, so that's how you can get in. But if you want to stay in tune with the Eden stuff, they've got their own Eden yeah, gathering. So it's just Eden at Eden gathering. gathering. Cool. Um, so that's where you can keep up with kind of the behind the scenes
0: of it and stuff. Cool. Yeah. And I am at Benjamin Lasky. So thank you all for listening. Thank you to Alex for recording this podcast. Thank you to Duncan for chipping in there. And we will see you next week. We'll hear you. Um, you we will <laughs> you be heard. will hear us. <laughs> next week. Thanks so much. Bye. 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 See you next week.